Good evening. This is Giandra LaBeouf, and we are going to kick off the first official American Horror Story cult after show called Relapse. Tonight, we have the first edition of American Horror Story hitting the new season on FX, and each week, I'm going to break down the show, my theories, my opinions, my thoughts on American Horror Story and what makes it great and why it's worth watching or why it's not worth watching. Thank you again for tuning in. In case you don't know who I am, I'm Giandra LaBeouf. I'm the creator of Bad Culture TV. Uh, usually I'm on the sports side or you might catch me on the red carpet on the entertainment side. But this year for this show, since American Horror Story is such an important show to me, I decided that I wanted to do a post show. And since I'm doing it alone, I might take some pauses from here and there to tweet and let everybody know that I'm live. But we are going to talk American Horror Story. So thanks again for tuning in. Tonight's show is brought to you by The Hood. Because since it's my first time doing a show like this, I haven't gone out and sought out sponsors or anything like that. So The Hood is bringing you tonight's show. And we're going to talk about American Horror Story and how it took some really, really specific trigger points to get tonight's episode jumped off. Just so that I'm not alone here, let me go tweet that I am live. We are live talking everything American Horror Story this week. So what are, you, what are your thoughts? If you are tuned into the show already, if you tuned in already, you probably already know me or you follow some of my other work. Let me know what your thoughts are. Tweet me at Giandra, J-E-A-N-D-R-A, last name, LaBeouf, L-E-B-E-A-U-F, and tweet me your thoughts on tonight's episode. I'm going to try and tweet, and I'm going to try and talk, but I can't walk and chew gum sometimes. So let's start off with the beginning of American Horror Story Cult. As you know, if you're a fan of the show, uh, American Horror Story typically starts each season fresh. You might have repeating actors returning, but it's all different roles, all different uh, characters, just the same actors portraying them. So tonight we saw American Horror Story favorites, Evan Peters, and um, I'm having a brain freeze, uh, Sarah Paulson who appeared, has appeared in nearly every single episode. I think that Sarah Paulson has been in every single season of American Horror Story. She's fantastic. It's good to see the both of them back. It's good to see the both of them paired together. Her character's name is Allie, and she is in a le- uh, lesbian same-sex marriage with her partner and Evan, uh, her same-sex partner, Ivy. And then Evan Peters is playing someone named Kai, and he's got someone in his seat named Winter, we're not sure if it's his sister, his cousin. They may be twins. I don't know. They're kind of scary. Both of them are scary, even though one is a Trump supporter and one's a Hillary supporter. But before we break down them specifically, why don't we just start off what we know so far. It's the first season, and they typically start off with a bang. Tonight's show started off with uh, just on the edge, the end of the presidential election between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, election night. When Hillary was far in lead, and then all of a sudden Donald Trump came on strong in the end to win the election. Needless to say, they had two very different reactions to the results of the election. Sarah Paulson melted into a puddle of goo, and Evan Peters was dry humping the TV. So it's needless to say, one is clearly a staunch supporter of Trump, and one is not. But what I found really interesting, let's look at the characters themselves. Let's start with uh, Kai, which is Evan Peters' character. Starting with the menacing look with the pale skin, with the colored hair, he reminds me a lot of 
the Aurora shooter from Colorado when there was the mass shooting where the guy went into the theater and he had the color hair and he looked really wild and really crazed. I would be really be interested in wondering if Ryan Murphy used that character as an inspiration for Kai's character tonight, because that's what he reminded me of with the vacant look in his eyes. It was really scary and just kind of goofy at the same time, but definitely someone to be feared. And then on the flip side, we'll look at, uh, Sarah Paulson's character, Allie. Allie is in a same-sex marriage, as I mentioned at the top of the show. What's interesting about, I like how they slipped it in there, that she, like so many white women during the course of the presidential election, did not trust, they didn't want Trump, but they didn't trust Hillary, so they cast their vote to someone else, and in her case, it was Jill Stein, and that happened to a lot of people, too. Her partner was very upset with her for not trusting Hillary and going the Jill Stein route and kind of clouding and diluting the election pool, but you get what you get, and here we are. So let's run through the high points of tonight's show. Every week, I'm going to try to keep this show about 30 minutes long. I'm not going to go too long. Tonight, we started at 8.08. It looks like every episode this season will be going just beyond an hour. I don't know if it's longer dialogue. I'll have to time it. It looked like there were a ton of commercials, but American Horror Story is such a big and such a popular show. It's not surprising that there were so many commercials thrown in there. But we get eight bonus minutes at the conclusion of every episode to also see what's coming in the upcoming week. So let's start out. It started off, like we, like I said, on the heels of the, of the election. They both have very distinct reactions. And after spending a couple of days in a shell and, and fearing for her life, just abject fear, Sarah Paulson's character, Allie, decides that she wants to take a venture out to the grocery store where she believes that she is seeing clowns, clowns that are uh, derived from what I'm assuming is a childhood fear of hers. We'll go back to the household before we talk about the trip. Her son, her young son, I don't know what the son's name. Did you guys catch the son's name? I'll look it up and figure out what his name is because I don't want to call him the son, the daughter, the stars, the moons. We'll get all these characters' names together as we go on during the season. But the son was reading a comic book magazine that had Twisty the Clown on it. For all of you longtime American Horror Story fans, you know that Twisty the Clown appeared in season four, American Horror Story Freak Show that was based down in uh, Jupiter, Florida, where they uh, were a circus troupe and he was a murderous clown. So here is something that's very interesting about that. I don't know if it's an Easter egg in the show or whatnot. Sarah Poulton was also on that season of American Horror Story 2 Freak Show where she played the the, uh, conjoined twins. Uh, she played Siamese twins that season, and they allegedly murdered their parents when they were kids because they wanted to escape because the parents kept them locked up. And during that season, Twisty the Clown was actually killing up people, and the twins were accused of killing up people. So it's kind of funny that here they are connecting again, and Twisty the Clown, well, we only saw him murder one person. We didn't see him actually murder the girl. He might have murdered that cat when in the car, but he didn't murder the clown. He did murder her boyfriend. So we'll see what happens with that. So she starts thinking about all these uh, flashbacks of uh, this clown that she had fear of, and her son reading this comic book just brings those fears back to life. How the boy even got the comic book is beyond me. Maybe Ivy bought it for him. I don't know. But she don't like clowns, and he's got a clown book. So... alternating between the two stories over the course of the episode, we see 
Kai, who's going to the city council, and he wants to kind of uh, push this agenda of fear, and that's the direction that the city should be going in, because that is the way to achieve absolute power. Because if people are in fear, they're easy to control, because all you have to do is make them think you're going to protect them, or you're going to kill them. And that's the agenda that he's pushing, very much indicative of the what we're seeing in our current political climate. Everything is fear-based divisiveness. And it's just what it is. And Ryan Murphy is kind of capturing the essence of what's happening in right in today's political climate expertly by talking about that. It's kind of funny that, you know, he Ryan Murphy is shedding light on such a interesting segment of society, the ones that we probably don't know when you live in Los Angeles and Miami and New York and these big cities where it's quite a bit more diverse. You don't see kind of this kind of subset of society who is like uh, the Kai character on American Horror Story, but he is equally frightening. He has this message of fear and domination. He wants this kind of cleansing, and it's clear that's going to be his agenda during the course of the season. So let's just pause right there. There's that aspect of the show. The secondary aspect of the show is you have this rampant group of clowns. We've seen them now. At first, it looked like they were imaginary, but it looks like they popped up at the neighbor's house across the street. And these are real people who are out doing murderous deeds, much like the purge. If you're anything like me, the night of the election, I remember thinking waking up the next morning to something like the purge. But then I reminded myself I lived in a hood and I probably would be okay. So purge did not happen. Thank God. Hopefully the purge never happens. But once again, American Horror Story cult kind of zeroed in on that same fear that so many people were having. So fast forward back to the kid. They're flashing back and forth. Allie thinks she's seeing clowns humping and fucking in the store and, and they're everywhere and they're trying to kill her and they're in her car. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe she needs to take some type of different med. I don't know, but she's seeing the clowns everywhere. So we thought, how much of that is actually real? Because now we know that the clowns have killed the Asian neighbors across the street, one of which was on the city council. So you can't help but think that Kai directed them over there after he did his speech and presentation to the council saying that they should capitalize on fear and what's happening in society. Then all of a sudden, the whole family turn up dead ahead of our main characters. So maybe it's pretty much safe to say that they fear more of... um, people of color than people of different sexual orientations, because if they're killing off the Asian people first, I know they're not the stars, but it was just kind of interesting that, that they went that route first. But black people, we lived through episode one. I don't know when we're going to appear in a series, but we lived through episode one. So going through, back through what happened, I mean, there was just so many things to take in during this episode. It'll be easier once we're in and we can really live with these characters and figure out what they're about. For those of you, did you guys catch Chaz Bono, who is Cher's son, wearing the Make America Great hat again? That was crazy to see Chaz Bono wear such a thing, given her history. If you're not familiar with the the story of Chaz Bono, go ahead and Google him when you have a chance. So it's pretty interesting to see that very pointed moment where he puts on a Make America Great hat. So there is that. 
in the course of all this, in the midst of them having all this anxiety and unsure what they're doing, they do have this couple, Allie and Ivy, do have a son that they're raising together, and they decide to hire a nanny. In the midst of all this turmoil they're having in their home, they hire a nanny who is Winter, the young lady we see at the beginning of the show with Kai. We don't know if that's Kai's brother, sister, I mean, uh, sister, cousin. We don't know what she is to Kai. We just know that she's not a Trump supporter, but a brother is. But she seems a little bit crazy because she wants the baby to watch murderous things. So, like I said, they hire her as a nanny. She comes in. She watches over the son, showing him the dark web. I've never even been on the dark web. I'm afraid to get on the dark web because I don't. I feel like the FBI is going to pop up at my door if I start accessing the dark web. Does any, any of y'all do that? If you do, text me or, like, hit me on Twitter or something that can't be traced. Send me a carrier pigeon because, I mean, I'm, I'm curious but not curious enough to look. So when she learns that she that the young lad likes these murderous comics, she starts showing him real killing on the dark web and takes it even further when she figures out that he saw her clown friends outside and took him to watch the carnage take place across the street. Was it a first indoctrination to change a young boy to their mindset and anti his same sex parents? I don't know what the purpose of that, but poor baby. I wouldn't want to see people getting killed up, but here he is. And then she plays it off as if the son is just, it's a figment of his imagination. Let's see. We saw Kai. Kai is a fool, and he's probably going to catch a lot of fades during the course of this season before he's ultimately killed, because somebody got to die who's in the main cast at some point during the season, and it doesn't take them all the way to the end if it's, we're keeping with American Horror Story tradition. He decides it was a great idea to piss in a condom and throw it at a group of Mexican men, and somebody is filming the attack while it goes down and what not what preceded the attack. I'm going to assume at this point, because we haven't met any more characters, that is his sister cousin Winter filming the whole thing. And it's just a, a way to set up some type of uh, of race war within their town, wherever they live, Hitsville, USA, wherever they live. We need to find out where they live for next week's episode. So they beat him up. It's probably exactly what he wanted because now it was for, it will further his further agenda of promoting fear and control within the masses. But I can't even lie. When I saw that scene go down, it made me think about a tweet that I see a lot in social media. It says, don't let your president get you fucked up or something like that. I know you've all seen that too. I've seen it a bunch of times, but that's what happened tonight. But clearly he lived to tell about it. So as the uh, the Allie and Ivy, they go out to their restaurant that they own and they return to find the crime scene with the killing of the, the neighbors across the street. Their nanny's acting like their son's making it up, that he didn't see anything. But we know that the purge is happening and they're trying to make it seem like the baby doesn't know what he's talking about. They say it's a murder-suicide. And we end with a bang with Allie laying in bed with somebody laying in the bed next to her. It kind of makes me wonder if her girlfriend, Ivy, is in on the shits as well. That is very scary if she's been playing the role. You know, when I saw the same-sex couple, it also gave me a V for Vendetta. There's a whole lot going on in this show. It's giving me election night. It's giving me The Purge. It's giving me V for Vendetta. It's giving me a little bit of it. This is going to be a crazy, tricky 
season and every week we're going to talk about. So tonight, before I close the show, I will give you a theory on why I believe the young boy is Allie, Sarah Paulson's real son, aside from the fact that he can see the clowns. I think that somehow that their lineage is tied to those twins. Obviously, it's tied to season four freak show where Twisty the Clown first made his appearance. But now he has come back. He has reappeared. He hasn't reappeared outside their home yet, but we have seen him in an episode. We don't know when he did the killing, if that was a flashback killing or a current era killing. But I'm wondering if they're trying to gear us for this ultimate showdown between Allie and Twisty that's reminiscent of Halloween, how Michael Myers kept coming back looking for his sister. And the fact that the son can see him tells me that the son is is directly related to him too. So I'm going to put that theory in the universe right now. I think that Twisty the Clown is Allie's brother. If you want to put some money on it, let's do it. Let's bet. Let's do a pool. When we get to the end that we find out that Twisty is Allie's brother, long lost brother from the olden freak show days. Because remember, freak show took place a long time ago, but it was still in the common era. It was after the 1900s. So he'd be an old clown, but it's still possible. But anyway, so I will leave it with that. A good episode to kick off the new season of American Horror Story, uh, return back to some of its roots that made it so popular with the introduction sequence, with the uh, signature theme music that was absent in the last season, Roanoke. A lot of our favorite characters are back. A lot of our favorite characters won't be back. There won't be any Kathy Bates or Angela Bassett or um, any of our other favorites that have appeared in past seasons, but it looks like we have a good, solid cast so far. So we are going to wait and see what they have for us. It's murderous, it's scary, and I'm here for it each and every week. So make sure, look for the link on Twitter, on Facebook for this American Horror Story cult recap show each and every Tuesday night. I would love if some of you would call in and debate. I'm going to tweet some of my opinions about tonight's show to see if I can... uh, corral the masses into tuning in each and every week so we can so we can debate these opinions you can offer alternative theories we can look for easter eggs in the show together for those of you who don't know what an easter egg is it's when they put clues from past seasons pre future seasons whatever to kind of guide you to what the storyline is going to do so when if you see them and we'll talk about them on the show if i see them i'll talk about them on the show but again thank you for tuning in american horror story cult Episode one, this is season seven. I hope it's a great season. Roanoke disappointed me when we got about three quarters of the way season. I think it crescendoed a little bit too fast. It was so good and so intense in the early episodes that they didn't have anywhere to go when they got to the very end. But I have high hopes for this season of American Horror Story Cult if we can narrow it down from the purge to it to all the other elements that we see it. So once again, thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back next Tuesday immediately following the show, which could be 8.07. It could be 8.10. It just depends on how many times we got to see a commercial and what Ryan Murphy is going to bless us with each episode. Thank you for listening and good night.